Hey folks, sorry for this episode's delay. I had some family medical drama that occurred, and because I decided to give Craig a break since I said, oh, this is a solo, I can edit that for sure and put it out on time, and of course, I waited till the last minute. It didn't come out on time because I had to rush and make a four-hour drive because I didn't know what was going on, and I was told multiple things. Anyways, thank you for waiting, and thank you to everyone who sent such kind and positive messages it really means a lot. Thank you guys so much for everything you do, and I hope you'll enjoy the episode. Can you hear my heartbeat? Tired of feeling never enough. I close my eyes and tell myself that my dreams will come true. There'll be no more darkness when you believe in yourself, you are unstoppable. Welcome to the Otaku Melancholy Podcast, the anime podcast that only drives an Onisan. My name is Matt, and speaking of things that turned out better than you thought they would, it's me. And that's, those are both lame jokes, but we're going to keep them in. We're doing one record one record no edits everything's going in final it is the first last and only <laughs> only recording session anyways but no for real thank you uh once again for joining us in another week of me talking to myself because audrey is not back from her training in the guiana highlands or her journey of self-discovery or just you know moving whatever yeah moving that's what she's doing moving that's that's what the, that's what they call it but yep, Audrey is not here with me, so it is just me once again, and since a couple of weeks ago we had a discussion on anime that disappointed us, I thought we would kind of shift over to being positive people instead of being the negative fucks that we generally are, and talk about anime that we went in thinking, this is gonna suck, I'm not gonna like this, this is gonna be bad, why did you drag me here, mom, I don't like this, I wanna go home, I've never liked Peppa Pig, mom, take me home now, and then it turned out to be a surprise, and now you have maybe a figure or two of it, I don't know if... Uh, Maybe, could be. You might have some figures of anime you thought you'd, you'd hate, and I mean, I certainly do. But that's kind of the discussion we're going to be having today, because, again, you know, negativity begets positivity, and we should talk about these kind of things. And for once in this podcast, Illustrious Career, I consulted people about their favorites and all that, and because I kind of wanted to get some more engagement going and kind of having more open conversation it's always continue the conversation but nobody be nobody be talking nobody be trying to open up a conversation and talk with you because uh, i'm generally scared that no one will reply which has been my uh, fear for the entirety of this podcast that i'll be like hey guys what's your favorite like what's your what anime character has your favorite feet and then i will get no response and i'll be like you know what i'm never opening myself up again but hey i decided to do that this time because you know uh, I think, you know, obviously if you listen to this podcast, you probably have at least a little bit of good taste. So I wanted to kind of consult with you guys and see what your anime you thought would be, or the kind of anime that pleasant surprised you. I was really vague about the specifications, which I see is on me now, but I am glad that I consulted with everybody because I got a lot of interesting responses and a lot of stuff that I'm kind of like, I didn't, didn't know that, that was kind of the perception on that, but we will get to that at the, uh, we'll get to that during the course of our recording. And again, I'm glad I did it. And uh, thank you to everyone who took the time out to answer the question and give a response because, you know, you don't have to do that. And I appreciate it so, so much. And speaking of things that are appreciated, I'm going to do a little bit of a check-in, talk about what's been going on with me. Uh, 
so yeah what's been going on with me not a whole lot my dude as per the use as they as we say in the biz we love to shorten words in the b it's no longer the biz it's the b this is this is peak comedy i'm very funny i i'm i think i'm not but as per actual things that have been going on in my life, uh, not really a whole lot. I've been kind of consuming my seasonals en masse because I love to do this thing, go like, I'm a seasonal watcher. I love to watch seasonals and watch the first four, five episodes and then drop off completely until it becomes the last week of seasonals and then I'm binge watching everything going, I, I just consuming and filling my head with anime. Not a healthy way to live and consume anime, I think, because I will have forgotten what has happened in those first three episodes, and it'll make me drop a lot of shows, because I'll say, oh man, I didn't like those first three episodes, knowing good well, I did in fact like those first three episodes, but that's kind of what I've been watching a lot, I really want to start on some more longer running anime, oh, I'm, I'm watching Inuyasha, how could I forget about that, I think I'm on episode 20, uh... I think I'm on episode 20. I forget. Uh, but I'm reading I'm reading the manga, as you may or may not know. Uh, huge uh, Rumiko Takahashi stan. And so I've been consuming her manga. Uh, manga almost like a... Almost with strict religious zeal with how much I'm reading of it. So I'm currently reading like Mei Sony Koku. I'm reading Inuyasha. I'm currently finished a lot of her short story stuff. But I, I really just love her art and her storytelling style. And so it's kind of become a consistent sort of um, desire to consume it all for me. Uh, but yeah, Inuyasha. Interesting. I, 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 there's just like this sort of nostalgia that comes with Inuyasha. Because the one time I sort of watched it when it was really late at night and I was like cozied in bed, I said, ah, yes, this is the OG optimal Inuyasha watching experience the adult swim watching anime experience cuddled up in bed with the volume turned kind of low because you don't want your parents to hear that's that's the peak anime watching experience in my humble opinion so just you know move in with your parents if you want to watch anime that's just a professional opinion on this but outside of that um not really a whole lot you know i'm still on my manga bullcrap where I'm buying manga and then saying, I will read this eventually, and then stockpile it. I have three piles in my place now. They're in my room, they're in the living room, and there's actually one that's migrated to the kitchen because it just seemed like a more a more optimal venue for this stack of manga in particular. And yeah, I guess that's really what's been going on with me. Not any, I don't really have any whole life updates or anything. But I will update you that Audrey is, at the time of this recording, she should be finished with her move. I don't know when she'll be coming back. She is entitled to her hiatus as long as she wants to take it. And I am going to let her take it and rest. And if it makes her feel better, that's all good. Uh, but I do want to give a couple of shout-outs to listeners, Discord, people in the Discord, for being very kind to me in particular, and also because I'm a sucker for like free gifts. Uh, first of all, because he gave it first, and I didn't really... I didn't really shout him out like I should have, which is on me because really nice guy, really friendly, really fun to talk anime with, but I would like to just shout out Anime of the Week, um, mostly because, uh, again, really nice guy, really positive, really enjoy that sort of positivity, never lets uh, someone have a, a dissenting opinion to what he thinks is uh, a good anime or what he enjoys, never lets it become something personal, at least from what I've seen. Uh, if he if he does, then, you know, just r take all that out. But they mailed me two Oremo figures uh, a few weeks ago, and I didn't, I think we were on hiatus, so I didn't shout them out. But I really want to because 
it, that was a really kind gesture and they're a really kind person and they have a discord they have some other things you should definitely go join that if you want to i think they're pretty cool so you should and i would also I'd also like to give a shout out to Echo119 for also doing some spring cleaning and mailing me this absolutely gorgeous Pecorine statue figure. It is now consumed the top shelf of my figure case, but it is simply gorgeous and I was amazed that it was, yeah, here, I'm done, I'm trying to clean up some room, here, have this absolutely gorgeous thing, and I was like, wow, why... why do I know such nice people when I myself am a total piece of shit, but such great gestures from two people both wonderful wonderful people and i'm not just saying that just because they mail me things but i both talk with them have conversations with them and they're both really really nice and i don't think echo has anything to like shout out but if they like make a country rap album then i'll totally promote that all day long or you know whatever you know as long as they as long as they don't like murder kids or something then they'll be fine i'll promote that but Anyways, uh, shout out to those wonderful people, and shout out to the people that we'll eventually be talking about in this episode with their takes on anime, pleasant anime surprises. I don't know what the name of this episode will be because we're living in the moment, we're living super cash, but the topic was anime pleasant surprises, or the anime that you had low expectations for, no expectations for, or even had good expectations for, but then they were blown back, or blown out, or blown through, or blown down, whichever kind of blown you really want them to be. So, I kind of, um, kind of, I presented the question on Discord, Instagram, and Twitter, and got sort of, you know, people who sort of made the discussion of this anime I thought would be better, worse, and that's kind of what my list is based off of. And normally I like to limit it to seven, but I got eight and I couldn't I couldn't take them down because they were all anime that I went in thinking, oh, this is going to absolutely suck or had entitled myself to being like, this is going to be absolute dog doo-doo. It's going to be garbage anime. And it, all of them proved me very much wrong. And they are all at least at least seven out of tens. And that's a good that's a good score. That's according to Mal. That's a good score. But let's just go ahead and clear our throats for a minute because we got a whole lot of talking to do. So let's go. Well, the first out of the eight anime that I really knocked as being an anime that I had no expectations, low expectations for, and then pleasantly surprised me with the quality is that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I know that's actually on a few other people's sort of um, anime that did this, but really and truly, slime... I had no expectations for because it was an isekai and there's a little bit of a stigma toward isekai I feel like because it just keep pumping them out they just won't stop every single season you get at least like three isekai so you know there's kind of an oversaturation of the market but I feel like there's always going to be something like that you know trends are trends for a reason because people want this I don't want them I don't know anybody who does but maybe it's just really popular in Japan I don't know I don't live in Japan so I went in expecting this to be absolute crap. It was just going to be, oh, I'm a slime, hoopa doopa doopa. But it actually became kind of a, not a story about the slime Rimuru Tempest, but more of a story about the town that he sort of creates Tempest. And that was really surprising because while there are other isekai that have a sort of world building or we're going to improve this area or we're going to make... This is going to be, this is gonna, we're going to build a whole new world. 
or something of that sort. Tempest really kind of focuses on that a lot harder because it's stuff about we need a blacksmith. Yeah, we need to make we need to make we need to make some some border control because we're in the middle of this forest and there we're surrounded by these demon lords. We kind of have to make all these plans for ourselves, which normally with the power that Rimuru has, with the ability to basically just eat and then say, that's mine now, it really does make him a very overpowered character because there's only uh, like one or two instances of characters that actually manage to best him in a severe way or otherwise inconvenience him. The rest of it is just, yeah, this is all according to Keikaku Bai, you suck. But that's not what the focus of that time I got slime, I got slime reincarnated as a person that's really not the, the focal point of it, I feel like. I feel like the, the most interesting thing is seeing these characters build and make a better home and their sort of relations with each other. Because sometimes I think isekais kind of lean on the, that sort of power fantasy that look at this overpowered dude and look at him, he's so overpowered. That's you. That's you. Can't you tell by his bland personality? That's you. But no, that's not the case for Slime. And I went in thinking that really was going to be the case. It was just going to be a generic power fantasy but oh it's a slime and it's popular because oh it looks pretty and oh because because main character is an androgynous androgynous cutie cutie pie and that was just going to be why people latched onto it but no it's actually really filled with heart and the second season absolutely blew me back i well at least the first part of the second season i was on a ride i was on a ride and it wouldn't stop and i was uncomfortable and I, I, I loved it because I was really in anticipation of what was going to happen next. And then the, the second half of the second season, I, I still really enjoyed, but it just wasn't the sort of height and fall of that thrill ride that the first part of the second season was. But still, I really went in watching, watching Slime just because someone else was watching it with me and they wanted to watch it. And I told myself, you know, I'm going to be a good person. I'm just going to sit there and be like, yeah, Slime, this is that about Good pick, good pick. But at the end of it, I said, wow, I want to see more of that, and I want to see where this goes. And now, uh, I bought all the books, and uh, I'll read them eventually, but probably not. I read four of the whatever books there are, mostly because I'm so neurotic that I can't just read where the story ends up ends on, because that feels like cheating. So, I read from the very beginning, and they're pretty pretty solid reads too i think you know there's a lot of again speaking of stigma i think there's a lot of stigma towards light novels but some light novels are not written as awful and with such sort of um low <laughs> not low intelligence but sort of just crass sort of storytelling that you might think they are just lowest common denominator sort of um you know trying to appeal to that sort of group no that i feel a lot of them are pretty fun reads they're they're light they're hence the name <laughs> Well, it's actually, you know, I know they're not called light novels because they're, they're, they're light and easy to read. It's because they're written in light with light. You could, that's, that's why that's, that's, they're written with light. That's obviously why they're called that. You can't prove me wrong on this statement. But I know that it is kind of a weird sort of, you know, that's a light novel. Get that out of my face. But really the slime ones, I feel, were, were pretty solid. They, they read like some very B-tier fantasy and that is that sounds like an insult that is really actually a compliment and that also goes to the slime anime itself i thought it was going to be a d tier isekai and it's a you know what it's a it's it's an a my it's an a minus anime a minus eight out of ten 
pretty good, pretty consistent. I know that's technically a B in American grading schools, but uh, no, I, I am saying that that's an A minus because I've already made the statement. I'm not backpedaling here, but yeah, slime went in low expectations and proved pleasantly surprised. And speaking of something I had, I went in knowing, thinking I'm going to hate this anime. I am going to despise it for its existence because of what it did to the Crunchyroll Awards one year and what it did to my convention experience the year it came out. But my next pick for an anime that pleasantly surprised me is Yuri on Ice. And I... I have kind of I kind of have a story that goes with Yuri on Ice as to why I have such low expectations for it. But the year it came out, the con scene was flooded with people dressed as characters from it. And it's not like well, you know what, that was a long time ago. So you know what, I was a uh, definitely a more awful person back then. It's like, oh, that's that's an anime that's popular. Oh, that must be stupid, stinky, garbage crap and you like it and it's dumb. And I, I just saw so many consistent characters just around the con and i saw like oh that's just fujo mate that's just gonna have you know that's gonna have gay vetted that's where everybody likes it and i'm not gonna watch it but that's dumb but after this the con that i went to kami kami con i kind of left saying because i saw more than just just you know just women into it i saw a couple of guys and i kind of said well you know this is you 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 should try it before you just start on unabashedly hating on it. So, you know, if it's bad, then that's fine. You've got a Crunchyroll sub you're not paying for. It. Just go ahead, watch Yuri on Ice. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. And that's fine. And we'll be okay. And we won't be, we'll be less of an asshole, Matt. And so I watched Yuri on Ice. And I actually binged it. And by binged it, I mean I binged it in the typical sense that I watched all of the episodes in one sitting. Are actually, I took a nap at like episode eight and then woke up and continued and then finished it. But you know, you gotta you gotta take a nap when you binge. That's 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 the rules. Those are the rules. I write. I don't write the rules. I just enforce them. And I was, I was kind of stunned by how into the story of the two Yuris and their sort of competing um, their competing their aspirations and the story that Yuri had with the main Yuri, Japanese Yuri had within himself against Yuri Plisetsky, who kind of wanted to excel and show him up because of his relationship with Victor and all that. I really found it to be a, a really engaging sports story, but then also we had some some very big gay with the whole, yeah, let's get matching rings to show the how to show that we're committed to this. And I said, yes, I see, I see what we're doing here. Uh, pretty pretty subtle pretty subtle there mappa mappa mapa whatever you're called this week i don't i don't i don't discriminate and by the by the end of it i was really invested and the ending kind of shocked me because i have another sports anime on my list so technically this it this is my real for, first sports anime but the ending had me shook and i'm not going to spoil it even though it's it's getting close to I think 10 years or so being out but it was an ending that got me weirdly I was weirdly comfortable with but at the same time I was angry that things didn't work out in the way that I wanted them to but the fact of the matter was that I went in thinking that this was honestly going to be a show that was appealing to a demographic that I wasn't part of and I was going to absolutely despise it, but, you know, I was going to have a reasonable despise of it, so I was going to watch it so I could hate it with the appropriate amount of gusto and with facts. 
and I left it going, oh, I really like that. That was really fun. And say what you want there about the animation because I know there's some some people when it won like best animation award or something of the sort and Crunchyroll are like, oh look at this, how could this win? But some of the dancing scenes are some of the they don't dance, Matt. They they ice skate, you stupid idiot. They're Yuri on ice, not Yuri on floor. But some of the dancing scenes just that's just dirty and I just called it dancing, you stupid. But some of the ice skating scenes really were just visually stunning. And the music, especially the actual song, Yuri on Ice, is stellar. Love that song. Absolutely would play it on my way to work all the time and get myself inspired going, yes, I'm very beautiful. I don't need this job. I could do better. But also, I need money. So all around, just an anime that appealed to me in ways I never thought it would. And again, I thought it was going to suck just from the the stigma that I had gathered from seeing the fans of it which is unfair to the anime itself because some anime do have uh and you know the you you know the ones we all know the ones have some very for lack of a better word shit tier fan bases but the anime itself not bad or pretty good but you just have that association with that fan base and then you think oh well if they like it and they are this kind of these they're these pieces of garbage and this uncomfortable crap, then uh, I'm not going to think I'm going to vibe with this anime. But hey, you know, let the anime let the anime speak on its own merits. Let it suck of its own accord, not of its own, not of its fan base. And Yuri on Ice said that it would excel on its own accord, at least to me. If you don't like it, you don't like it, and I respect that. But I went in with very low expectations, really planning on not liking it, planning on hating it, and I left really, really wanting more. And speaking of things that I really, really want more of, this is my next anime pleasant surprise, and that is Sketa Dance, or Sket Dance, if you're actually a human being who, you know, speaks, I guess, but, you know, they call it Sketa Dance in Japanese, and I don't know why I'm making fun of them. Uh, you know what, just, Craig, don't cut it out, let me, let me atone for my sins, but let me exist in perfect, pe- perfection like this anime. So... The only reason why I watched this anime is because of J-Star's Victory Versus Plus. That is a mouthful, huh? But the only reason I watched it was because there's a Japanese, or there's this Shonen Jump fighting game that isn't Jump Force. It predates Jump Force. Don't know if you know about it, but it is uh, I, It is not a superior game to Jump Force in that its fighting mechanics are all kinds of wonky because they're all, I think they're all three-on-three fights or two-on-two fights. And you have three supports across, two supports across you. I don't remember how the game works, but they had a very eclectic collection of of J Star's character, J Star's characters, J Star's jump, Shonen Jump characters. We're, I mean, we're talking about what was it, Lucky Man versus Bobobo stuff that Jump Force with its super serious gritty nature would never have done. And part of that was that they included they included the skit dance, they included the the students who comprise the Sketa Dance Club. And I saw them and I said, oh, what is this? These characters look dumb. One character has a computer, one character's got a dumb hat, and the other one fights with a hockey stick. Oh, Japan, you and your wild, wacky action bike an- anime. And so I said I would read it. And then when it turns out that reading it was going to be a chore, I decided to actually go ahead and watch it because, hey, it was on Crunchyroll. And I just wanted to test the twist, test the waters, kind of discover what some of these anime that were in J Star's Victory Versus Plus 
were from, and this was one of the only ones that was reasonable to watch, or of the more weird and eclectic ones. And I went in. I said, this is dumb. This is stupid. The first episode didn't completely win me over. But then I got sucked in to the charm because this is the same mangaka who has done um, Witch Watch. They did uh, Astro Lost in Space. So this is different from what you might expect of them from their current sort of um, their current sort of profile. But I went in and I said, this is I'm just going to just going to graze a little bit, see what see if there's any appeal and I just want to watch weird stuff. But for an anime that is just about people being helped and having only such a, a a thin sort of carrying line of story, you know, it's not like they're like, "Oh, we're going to graduate. It's so sad." But having just almost monster of the week episodes between <laughs> scenes of real drama, I was drawn in completely and I'm going to keep talking about sket dance until you watch it so go ahead and watch it and then maybe we won't have to have this discussion every every once every month but really loved this anime with just some of the humor it had it's very japanesey and the humor if honestly if you like gintama this is this is school this is this is high school gintama I mean it crosses over with gintama it is effectively just is just a a cherry gintama and I never, I've only watched so much Gintama. I watched 20 episodes. I bumped that mic, but I watched a little bit of, of, of Gintama and I, I similar vibes exactly. And I just gave it a chance because it was in a weird fighting game. And I'm glad I did because just thinking I'd have a little hate watch turned into me actually finishing an 80 episode something anime, which is rare for me because I'm already struggling going, oh, it's got 10 episodes. That's a Imagine being on an anime podcast and being unable to watch anime. But Sket Dance, again, just went in with no expectations except to just get, haha, see what characters do, why they talk with computer and fight with hockey stick, and left really having something that I'm mildly obsessed with. But because it is past its prime, finding actual good merch of Sket Dance is uh, it's nigh impossible. But these are the lives we have to live. And speaking of the lives that we have to live, this next anime that pleasantly surprised me is actually something that someone told me to watch, and I fought them for it on a a while. But when I finally got around to it, I said, oh, this is my vibe. And that anime is Psychono. Is it Psychono or Psychono? I am calling it, I'm calling Eskino. That way, I don't look stupider than I already do, and I, Eskino sounds really stupid, but hey, I don't I don't make the rules, I just enforce them. We've established this already. But um, just one of our one of our listeners and one of the moderators for the our Discord server syrups said that we sh- or we should watch this and do an episode on it way 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 back, and we never got around with that because uh, Audrey made the mistake of watching episode zero just like I did and said, "Wow, this anime absolute sucks." And we had no interest in it. And it just kind of stayed on the back burner forever because we watched episode zero, which was an absolute poopy, just dumb way to introduce this anime because all it felt like was just fan service on fan service on fan service. And it was such a bore. So we just said, oh, well, we'll do it someday. Never. But eventually I got really bored and 
it was a slow week for me. I think I it was during COVID, actually. I'm fairly certain it was during when I had COVID. I ended up watching watching the entire anime and the movie and saying, this is not a good anime, but this is a very, this is an anime I really, really like. And I say it's not a good anime, but in the fact that it is very much one of those anime that leans kind of on you liking otaku culture because it is about making a visual novel. It is a character obsessed with light novels, obsessed with otaku culture. And it kind of leans into that on some of his actions. But it, and it is kind of a waifu war show. There's three girls, four girls. I can't remember how many girls because now at this point it's been a while. But it's kind of a waifu war show. But it's a fun waifu war show. And I can't remember girl, but girl who wasn't the Twin Tails girl was best girl. Not 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 boring girl who they're trying to fix because it, it the, the 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 subtitle for the show is how to fix a boring girlfriend how to raise a boring girlfriend how to something a boring girlfriend it's been a minute okay I didn't take notes of this we have podcast notes but all I took notes of was Psychono Eskino sorry that's what we're calling it in the biz now and but I I again pleasantly surprised I thought this anime was gonna be trash just from episode zero and. It was not. It was a fun, fun watch. And it had really, I say it's waifu wars, but some of the actual, when the branches start getting cut in the waifu tree, it actually kind of hurt, which is something that some waifu war shows don't really succeed in. It's just, this girl is being, she is being taken out of the waifu warfare. And we don't care that much because it wasn't like she was ever going to really win. But some of these girls, when they got cut off, it was actually a little bit poignant and sad. Because, I mean, even if your main characters are a little bit bland, they still like them. And that's kind of sad from their perspective to not be able to be the one that he, they, he loves. And I don't think it's tragic. I don't think it's like some sort of Shakespearean epic of just sadness. But it still kind of hit me in the feels. Which I didn't expect because, again, episode zero really sucked. Don't start on episode zero. Actually, ignore episode zero. I don't know of anybody who watches episode zero and likes it, and I only know of two people who've watched it, and both of them didn't like it, and that's me and Audrey, and I feel like we're pretty reliable sources. So, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't just watch episode one. Pretend episode zero doesn't exist, because you might end up like me, and going in thinking an anime is going to be fun, thinking it sucks, and then coming back out the other end when you finally watch it in its proper order, going, wow. That anime actually wasn't that bad. And that really makes it an anime pleasant surprise because I thought it was going to suck. And speaking of an anime that I thought was going to suck almost memetically from what Audrey likes to quote and remember, uh, my next pick is actually Princess Connect. And if you are a longtime listener of this podcast, don't lie to me because I don't... Back in those early episodes, we had like two people and one of them was me checking to make sure that the audio did so bad. We, we did a seasonal episode, and I was skimming through everything, saying, like, oh, I don't, I don't remember exactly what I said. Don't pull it up, Craig. We, I, you've done it twice before, I think. But I said something along the line of, Princess Connect, what the hell is that? Oh, we only watch good anime. And then I caught up on all my seasonals, because I was a pro-seasonal watcher at the time, and said, oh, hey, Princess Connect, I'll give that a shot, because apparently this is the same director as Konosuba. And I actually loved this anime way more than I should have. As anyone who goes into my little 
my little goblin cave will now realize that the multiple princess connect <laughs> figures and little stickers that are strewn across the room and the fact that I play the game almost daily but still cannot get out of uh, get, get out of the high 1000s for the ranking system anyways that's beside the point but princess connect I really went in thinking, oh, gotcha game, this is going to be gotcha garbage, garbage, it's going to be an absolute, it's going to be crap, and it's just going to be selling me a mobile game, and while there is no doubt in my mind that the fact that they employ these waifus and characters to make you go, ooh, look at that character you could have, ooh, look at that character you have, they managed to wrap it up in a really comfy a slice of fantasy story that I absolutely think is cute and fun and love. And I say slice of fantasy because it's it's kind of this genre of I'm in another world, but I'm just going to live an average ordinary everyday life and that'll just be how I how I function. You know, something of the sort of the sort of akin to banished from the hero's party, although that might be a poor example. But just basically, we're going to live our lives normal in this fantasy world. And that's kind of what Princess Connect really is is hey, we like to eat, you like to eat, let's make the gourmet guild and just eat and go on adventures to get more food. All the while, we kind of kind of want to recover our lost memories, but not really. It'll be fine. We'll work it out on the way. And yeah, it's, it's, it's the gotcha game. The random characters just show up just to make an appearance and for us to go, oh, they're so cute. I want to go roll her premium gotcha and buy... And buy 2,000, 2000 gems so I can roll that. Oh, what do you mean 2,000 gems cost $30? I don't care. I'm a whale. And so that that's, you know, that is what the anime is trying to make you do. It's trying to make you want to go play the game, which at the time wasn't even out in America when it first came out. So I actually got a Japanese account just to play it, which uh, was a poor choice because I love Princess Connect, but by no means is that gameplay the the most stimulating thing in the world it but hey so i watched it and i loved it i loved that anime so much more than it deserves to be loved honestly because i was actually talking about this with sky um from anime infinity his podcast his podcast i said little it's not little he's he's it's great stuff fun stuff you should go listen to that podcast go listen to everybody's podcast really truly who is mentioned in this episode, but just I'm gonna just headline and just say Sky right now. Uh, we were talking about how he didn't know why he liked it, and I kind of was in the same boat. I was like, I don't know why I like it either, but I really, really like it, and it's really soft and really comfy, and it fills me with joy, even though it is definitely just the 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 garbage trash. Just it is just the potato chip, not even the potato chip. It is the hostess cupcake of anime it is vaguely pretty on the outside very creamy and very um sweet but it is not going to be healthy for you in the long run if you make that a crucial part of your diet my dude and that's kind of what princess connect is it is the hostess cupcake of anime and that's not bad i liked it i enjoyed it i loved it but i'm never gonna say that it's the best thing i ever watched but i will say that like this this episode's discussion is based around it was a it was a pleasant surprise to think oh gotcha garbage game anime and then leave saying that with leaving with the last episode that made me say oh 
I kind of feel really bad for Pecorine. And I, outside of the, the really weird things I said in that episode, I am in love with this character for the fact that she is just very eager and I like her attitude. And that's those are the reasons why I don't look any, either, any further into her as a character. And it was nice. It was a nice show. And again, all these animes thought they were going to suck. And this one was really good. It was it was it was really good and I'm really glad that I gave it a chance. And speaking of anime that I'm glad I gave a chance, uh, our next our next point of discussion of an anime that pleasant surprise pleasantly surprised me is Haikyuu. And now Haikyuu you Haikyuu is Haikyuu. Haikyuu is volleyball anime and it is a sports anime and I didn't really um I didn't really have any sort of expectations for or for Haikyuu, but I watched it because I I listened to I listened to cool people cool people who named named the Anime Brothers who really really like this anime and I said well you know what they're cool this anime is at least got to be somewhat cool but then I I watched the first couple of episodes and I'm not gonna lie I didn't care I didn't care. I didn't care about this anime. I said, oh, okay, yeah, you want to be number one volleyball player. That's cool. Neat, dude. Neat. I love how everybody likes to talk about your techniques as you're flying through the air. You're just suspended in the air going, are, are they done thinking about how I'm about to dunk or, or smack this ball down? Okay, now I'll do it. I didn't vibe with that. I thought that was really slow. I didn't like, I don't like that decision. I hate, hate, hate one of my biggest tropes in anime that I despise is people talking about the fight. I hate it when we pause the fight to talk about the fight. Now, essentially, we have to talk about the fight in some anime. JoJo's, we got to pause and talk about the fight because I'm not going to know why Josuke Higashikata suddenly decided he can only speak in, speak with two syllables unless you tell me, oh yeah, his stand this stand, I don't know, the the Bonnie Tyler just gave made him do that. I have to be explained things in JoJo's because JoJo's assumes that it's going, it, it goes at a billion miles per hour and it's going to do a lot of weird crap. Haikyuu doesn't need to do that for me, or at least I didn't think it did. It doesn't need to tell me that Hinata can jump high. I can see that Hinata is jumping high. I am there. I am watching him. I am seeing the little man go through the air like a baby thrown out of a sarcophagus. Yes, he is flying. Do not talk to me about his flying. And I anticipated I was just going to hate it, but I was going to give it a fair chance. And I went in, thinking this is going to suck. And I got invested, which is the problem, is that I got invested in the matches, even though the matches were filled with Hinata is jumping. Wow, Hinata's jump's really powerful. And black-haired dude, look at him, his setups. Wow, they really work together well. What a good team. I said, all right, I get it. I get why we're doing this. Yes, I understand. This is cool. This is very nice. Let me get back to the, let me get to the volleyball playing. And I, when we got through that and I sort of just learned to take the talking about the, talking about the fight, talking about the match in stride, I was absolutely uh, hooked. And when it got to the longer matches towards when they do their first tournament at the end of the first season, I said, yes, tell me why these guys are good. I am okay with this. I don't need, I need this hype. I get why we have to talk about the fight sometimes because it makes it more intense because it makes it when you say that 
yes, this guy can block any shot. And you reinforce that to me. You say he blocks every shot. And then we're, we're watching these shots and he's blocking them all. And then you say he can't block a shot. There's no shot he can't block. And then finally, you know, he can't block a shot. There we go. The stakes have been raised. Everything has fallen into place. We are cooking with gas now. And that's what I learned to appreciate the talking about the fights for. Because they added momentary suspense and they added they added something to it when it finally came down to it and i had to just i had to learn to love talking about the fight and i still think it's stupid i've not truly embraced it but haikyuu got me to accept it and those first episodes hate that i couldn't get into them hate that there was such something about them that just didn't click with me but when i finally sat in buckled in and said that these are characters, these are these are fun characters, I want to see their antics, I want to see them be very good volleyball players, then I could overcome these the stupid prejudice I had about talking about the fight and really invest myself in. And Haikyuu ended up really surprising me by how much I really did enjoy it. And I enjoyed it, but apparently not enough to start the second season, but I will get there someday when I get COVID again, inevitably, as it seems that even with vaccinations is a problem but hey it is we're gonna get there i'm gonna get there someday and i can't wait till i do eh, because i'll have forgotten everybody's names <laughs> which is already the problem i just am like yeah hinata and black hair do kira kirabayama kirishiyama it's like it's like this bit i don't know if anybody has ever watched well i say i don't know but at least one of you has the history of the world by bill Wirtz. Where it's uh Who controls all the islands. It's the Mahajapit, Majahapit, Mapajahit, Mahapajit, Mapajahit, Majapa. That's me with this character's name. I'm like Kiribayama, Kirishiyama, Kirisayama, Kiridayama. It's just and that's just that's just how it is. But that's with me with a lot of anime character names, honestly. But Haikyuu, low expectations, and came out the other side saying, you know what? Pretty good, pretty good. And speaking of an anime that I also was desire was was speaking back to the year on nice thing about anime I went in just because I saw the hype for it and I said if I'm gonna hate it for having hype I'm gonna at least know what the show is about and my next pleasant anime surprise is actually Fire Force which is kind of a weird pick I know because if you know if you see just a little bit of Fire Force then it's instantly that why would you ever think that this anime would be bad matt or why would you not have high expectations but i, I went to anime week in atlanta uh one year and funimation was just fire forced out it was fire force everywhere take your picture with the fire force be a part of the fire force by the fire force here's fire force here's the fire force don't you love fire force here's fire force fire force and i said dude no i'm not uh, just no get this just stop shoving it down my throat. It's not working. I'm not going to watch Fire Force. I'm not going to do it. You can't make me. And then I went home and watched Fire Force. So uh, you win this one, Funimation. But after all this hype that was built up, or not even hype, but commercialism that was built up at Anime Week in Atlanta for me, I and me stating, yeah, I'm not going to like it. I'm just going to go in and just at least have a reason to dislike it. And uh, I left saying, oh, I, I really, this is a very pretty anime, and I am very into how pretty it is, and I am weirdly invested into this anime, and that's, that's my story with Fire Force, is that Funimation got me to watch Fire, hate Fire Force, and then I watched it, and so Funimation, in a, 
in a way, their their advertising really worked because I went in saying, I'm not going to watch Fire Force, and then left saying, you have put Fire Force in my brain, I guess I'll watch Fire Force. And it was a pleasant surprise because, again, Funimation made me think I was going to hate it. I went in thinking this is going to be crap. This is just going to be some shonen that any that anybody can vibe with, and I'm not going to vibe with it because, oh, I have good taste in anime because I was a super a little bit more of an elitist prick back then for someone who only watched so much anime. But watching through Fire Force, I said, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. That's it. That's the good, good. And, uh, again, this goes back to Haikyuu. Loved the first season, but I have not done the second yet. But I'll get there eventually after I've forgotten everyone's name except Maki's. That I think that's her name. The cat girl. Still, still hate her. And her lucky lecher's crap could not. Every time she was on screen, I tensed up because I said, "Oh boy, here comes the random, here comes the random sex, sexy scene." Ah, uh, there it is. Thank you, thank you. I'm so tired of this. But is it Maki? I don't feel like it's Maki. That might be the the muscle girl who's really cool. I can't. I I should have mentioned it earlier, but we've got a new setup here at the the quote-unquote studio, where it makes it hard for me to see my laptop, so I can't really click and research on the go, and I also made the mistake of charging my phone in the other room, so I can't look things up right now, but I'm going to make bold assumptions and say it is Maki, unless Maki is the muscle girl, at which point, um, or the gorilla girl, you know, at which point she's the best character in the show, gorilla girl is the best character in the show, and... But yeah, oh, I, I should just elaborate on that real quick. Um, we're making a new setup for the podcast in the quote-unquote studio. The studio, of course, being my room. But I'm trying to make gradual improvements to our hardware and sort of the stuff that's going into making this podcast. Uh, so the audio sounds better. If the audio sounds better in this episode, that would be really cool. But I also haven't kind of gotten the hang of this new setup to sort of optimize our audio. So hopefully it sounds better, but if it doesn't, then I am so sorry. I There's nothing I can do about these purchases anymore, and we're just going to have to live with these, live with this new audio. But let's 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 hope it sounds good. But Fire Force, thought it was going to suck, and it didn't. Good job, Fire Force. Next up, or is this our last one? I think this might be our last one. Did I say eight or seven? I have a list, and I've gone, I've gone through all of them. Yeah, okay. I've gone through all of them. Yeah, this is our last one. I'm sorry, guys. I can't count. Hate you had to find out this way. I cannot count. So this is our last one for my sort of perspective. And it's Zombieland Saga. And um, Zombieland Saga was actually recommended to me uh, by multiple people. It turns out uh, I was checking through some of my DMs and someone said, you like idle anime, why don't you check out Zombieland Saga? And I said, yeah, that's okay. And then Amelia said, watch Zombieland Saga. And I was like, all right, yeah, cool. And then finally, I just watched Zombieland Saga because a new season was coming out and I needed to boost those rookie numbers I had. And I went in thinking it was just going to be cute crap, cute zombie crap, the, the anime. And... That we were just going to be selling zombie idols and that was it. But uh, Zombieland Saga made me hard cry. And I don't like that because I had such such middling expectations from this anime. But anytime it involves the little um, the, the little trans woman, it, it gets me. It gets me bad. It gets me really bad. The, the story with her dad and all that can't 
can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do that episode. Was absolutely distressed. And Zombieland Saga was just an anime. I, I you know, maybe this this entire this entire episode could just be called dispelling your preconceived notions of anime. The anime episode, because again, like I've been saying, a lot of these anime where this is gonna be this way because I know about anime because I'm smart and I'm mad and I'm dumb, and then saying, oh well, this was not what I expected and it's actually good. So maybe pleasant surprises was not what I should have named this episode because this is basically all this these all turned out to be me thinking it's gonna suck. It did not suck. Wow. Um, but Zombieland Saga, I, I, I did not think it was gonna be such a fun, enjoyable ride until I got on the ride and said, wow. I hope we never get off, but of course we had to get off. But then we got another season, and then we we had to get off again, and now here I am waiting for the ride to open back up again so I can run it again because that was a really stupid plot hang plot hanging of an ending, and I can't deal with that, and I'm going to forget what happened because this is going to become a movie, I think, and I'll have forgotten what happened uh, by the time it comes out. But Zombieland Saga, again, eh, Maybe I should just have said we shouldn't judge anime by their covers and or judge them by their PVs or their promotional images, rather, because this is what this all boils down to is this anime looked like it's bad because of this promotional image. It going to be bad. And then, oh, it was actually not bad. What a what a joyous surprise. And Zombieland Saga really hit me in the feels in a way I didn't think a cute zombie show or what I perceived as a cute zombie show would do. But Really and truly, it was a fun ride, and I was so pleasantly surprised to the point that I said, I might get some merch from it, and then there was no merch that I wanted. So, you know, this is the this is just the nature of the beast of the of being a weeb, otaku, whatever we are this week. You know, I, want to cons- I have consumed the product. Now I want to consume the product with money involved. Oh, I cannot. I am upset and very irate. And that's kind of what I was when I couldn't buy Zombieland Saga stuff, or stuff I wanted at least. But yeah, pleasantly surprised by Zombieland Saga. And hey, we've reached about the 50-minute mark of this recording. That is a solid enough solo in in and of itself. I have talked 50 minutes with only one break where I took a sip of coffee. I am the Iron Man of doing this. I am not the Iron Man of doing this because I need to take another break. And after we take this break, then we will talk about other people's pleasant surprise anime. So stick around, play some music, do something, Craig. surprises assuming you're one of the people who contributed one and i will be going through discord first the people who left responses in our new channel to talk about this kind of thing and then we'll go through our email because we got an email from a very handsome man and then also twitter because i got two twitter responses so first off we are going to go through our discord replies on this very topic uh if i can manage to get there and turn my computer screen so i can see it you stupid idiot so, first up, and these are not in any particular order except the fact and the way I pinned them. So, um, the first one that we've got is 
from Earthworm Anime Bro, or Earthworm of the Anime Brothers, if you're in the know. Really cool guy. Played Super Smash Brothers with him like a few a month or so ago. And I guess I really sucked because he hasn't called me back about it. But that's okay, Earthworm. I forgive you. I know I'm not good enough. <laughs> Just like everyone else. But anyways, Earthworm says the <laughs> the anime that surprised me most was all the Toru hate in this channel. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. She's an angel. Oh yeah, we were talking about how much we didn't like Toru from Fruits Baskets. Anyways, uh, Earthworm says, for real though, biggest anime surprise for me is Kotaro Lives Alone. Was expecting a lighthearted slice of life about a kid, but ended up almost crying every episode. That shit hurt. Hurt is sorry. <laughs> But, uh, so, that's kind of a common trend. I've, multiple people keep gay, uh, listed Kotaro Lives Alone, and it's gotten to the point where it pops up in my Netflix feed, I feel like it's trying to be shoved down my throat, and I'm being such a little baby about it, because multiple people who I trust their opinion have said, you should watch it, and I'm not watching it because I'm a difficult person, but... I'm 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 really glad that, that I really I really appreciate Earth, like Earthworm. Earthworm has a pretty solid taste in slice of life, or at least I feel like he does. So, you know that's interesting. That is interesting. Interesting. Moving on to our next pin is Courtney from the Strictly series. Also a very wonderful person. Very very cool person. Very very cool. That's all I gotta say, I guess. Sorry that you're just very, very cool. I wish I could say more about you, cool Courtney. Anyways, if she says, if I may submit to anime that pleasantly surprised me, I'd say Death Note. Hey, uh, when I said Death Note, I actually meant Death Parade. Ahaha, <laughs> very funny joke, uh, past Matt. Uh, yeah. And made an abyss. I was mostly hesitant because of animation style slash character design. In Death Parade, everyone's faces look long as fuck. Like, why are their noses and mouths so low? And Maiden Abyss looked like a kid's show. Like they, like they say, don't judge a book by its cover. Connie face emoji. Both anime are amazing. Yes. I have not seen Death Parade, but I agree with you. Uh, but I am going to assume you're correct because you're cool. Uh, but yeah, Maiden Abyss definitely is the berserk of... The berserk of kids and kitty looking anime... Because if you don't know anything about Maiden Abyss and you go in, then you're gonna see some stuff that's, or you're gonna have, you're gonna experience some stuff that's not gonna, it's not gonna be good. It's not gonna, you're not gonna really vibe with a whole, whole lot of. And Maiden Abyss really, 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 really surprised me too. It, it I knew it was great because I knew a lot, I had a lot of friends who really liked it, and I, 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 I only have friends of good taste. What am I talking about? So I, I had expectations that it would be good, and I went in thinking, "Oh yeah, this is good." But I can get, I can get why you, like anyone, wouldn't think highly of it. And Death Parade, Death Parade, I haven't seen, but you know what? I might check it out. Next up is anime of the week, and they say, "A sister's all you need is such a gem." You're right; it is such a gem, isn't it? Glad we agreed on that. Fantastic! You, great, great job, great job, man. You, f number one, fantastic. It is, it is actually, I did a solo review on it when Audrey had to take a week off. Uh, go listen to that if you want my full perspective on it. But it is definitely, it is it is an interesting anime in that it does not, it is not about high schoolers. And that's kind of a rarity, isn't it, in anime in this day and age. Uh, but definitely go check it out. And definitely, like, make sure you install and update your PC whenever you record podcasts. Because I keep getting notifications. 
But thank you for that perspective. Thank you for that reminder, Anime of the Week. Uh, our next, our our next listing comes from Cream Puff Shoon. Our Cream, I'm, I'm calling you Cream Puff Shoon. I am sorry. And uh, they say Hiki Monogatari Noragami Shinsekai Yori Show Genraku Rakugo Shinjo Both Seasons Koi Kaze A Sister's All You Need All Surprised Me. Guess what? You win the award for for being the most right and also the most wrong because Shinsekai Yori kind of sucked. <laughs> but no, for real. Um, interesting perspective. I I did want to watch Heki Monogatari and I know that people love Noragami. But Shinsekai Yori, I just could not get into at all. And Koikaze and Assistance All You Need are those are some good anime if you if you if you if you know what I mean. And you both know what I mean. We're whispering into the mic right now. We're both having a really fun conversation, are we? But no. Those are actually surprised. Koikaze I just watched because Dan told me and I trust it, it, I said, Oh Dan, I am I am sold. I am sold on what Koikaze is. But yeah, Koikaze, one hundred percent. I if you can find it, I recommend it. It, it is surprising just by what the story is going to be and then its actual its actual execution is is it's really surprising but the good picks good 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 picks cream puff shun very very solid picks i just hate that you had to put shinsekai yori on there because that anime i just i've watched tried to watch it three times and i can never can never reach the halfway point all right next up is uh, from JD Anime Bro, uh, a very handsome, very attractive man. Saw his reel like shortly before I recorded this. Why do you get to be so pretty? Why do you get to be so beautiful? While I'm while I'm over here, like I can't even comb my hair. Anyways, JD says, I will get so much hate for this. I went into fruits baskets, fruits fruits basket, expecting not to enjoy it. I went in with the open mind, but thought there's no way you'll remotely like it as hard as you try. But I came away after the first season not disappointed and plan on eventually finishing the series. Sorry for the long message. Love you. Bye bye. Well, I love you too. But speak outside of that. Uh, yeah, freeze basket. I've only read the manga for that, and I we talked about that in the Discord. I don't like Toru. I'm sorry. Toru got on my nerves, but you know I get that. You're JD. You know it's not a man that's he like that like delves into the slice of the slice of life that sort of that sort of shoujo anime manga sort of thing so for him to take away from it and really enjoy it you know that that's really something special there so hey maybe you should go watch fruits basket i know i won't be doing it but you should go do it uh i'm just gonna read the manga for it and finish it up at this point but good good take i don't think you're gonna get as much hate as the people who are saying that toru sucks but you know toru ain't that great uh that's just my opinion though if you like toru you're not wrong you should good good on you our next message comes from Darth Egg. Darth Egg says, Reincarnated as a slime was a pleasant surprise for me. I dislike Isekai anime because they're also generic with pointless harems and over-the-top fantasy or over-the-top fan service. But slime was different. It was super easy to binge and it kept my attention throughout the entire two seasons. Great show. Good take, my man. Great take. That is also my take because that is the same perspective I had. And I 200% agree with you. Great great anime and if you but if you have that sort of mindset this is what an isekai anime is supposed to be then you're gonna be surprised when slime actually subverts it so great take great take by darth egg um going on sorry that that was a little bit quicker than the other ones but thank you darth egg and thank you for being a patron too as well uh our next one comes from ikea plant and they say kaguya sama 
Huh. I had no real expectation going in since I never read the source material, but damn, now it's my favorite show. Slime as well. Never expected such greatness going into it. And your boy Kong Ming slept on AF. These are all good takes. Um, Kaguya-sama, though, I only got into it because of the memes, which I feel like is a lot of people how they got into Kaguya. Uh, but if you don't have any expectations of Kaguya, then I can understand why you would you would have that low sort of that low bar go again but you know now you a kaguya sama simp ikea plants one of the biggest kagu simps i've ever seen but i mean i'm a kagu simp too so we just we're just brothers in arms at this point but i I get why that perspective as well and glad to see that someone else had that sort of that same sort of take away from slime not expecting greatness and then you get into it and then oh this is actually really really good and yeah your boy kong ming still agree with that as well could take good take great takes all around you get a gold star ikea plant going on to our next one is from Durf. if we're talking about being surprised by an anime i'd have to say odd taxi yeah 100 percent agree with that one i would not have given odd taxi the chance i did if audrey had not assigned it to me back when audrey did seasonals and that was what she forced me to watch i'm glad she did because Durf is definitely right. I had no expectations for Odd Taxi, uh, just based off the art style and the premise. But I left Odd Taxi thinking this is a really great anime, and it's one of my favorites. I eagerly give it a 10 out of 10, and I wish I could clear my memory just so I could binge it and rewatch it again with all the thrill rides that I, I got from the first time. So great take. Great take by Durf. Our next one comes from Jalvin who says, not sure if this answer counts, but part four of JoJo. I felt a little let down by part three and expected everything after to be a downward spiral, but something about it was just charming, I guess. Part three felt like it took itself too seriously. Then part four happened and it was like, nah, brah, we're not a real shonen anime. It was parody all along. <laughs> nah, that's, I, that's actually, I, I agree. This is a, this is a quality take from our patron Jalvin. Uh, because part four is actually my favorite part of JoJo's and it does honestly kind of feel like a parody in some regards and it feels like it's such it's part three I 200% does have moments where it feels like it is up its own butt and with the pacing and all that it just lingers for too long but part four is such a great it's such a fun just ride it was parody all along this yeah, part four definitely is is the best part of JoJo's. I will not accept either sort of opinions. But yeah, great great take by Jalvin. And uh, thank you for being our patron as well. Uh, our next take comes from Moe Soda, who says, Can I say shit like Mushoko Tensei, or should I pick no one knows, like Meiji Moji Rumoro? What the f... I'm actually having to Google that one. I didn't do research on this. Why would I do Google? Meiji Muro... Maji Moji. It's Maji Moji. Why'd you type that wrong? The, wait, I typed that wrong. Um, what? It says Maji Moji. Rumumo. Where's your heart? Kota Shibaki, a high school student branded as the resonant pervert, summons, stumbles across a book that lets him summon a witch. What? Yeah? Dang, uh, this don't, I'm gonna be real with you, champ. I'm gonna be real with you, sport. This does not look that great. But you know what? It, it, it seems like you got something out of it, and the witch is cute. 
you know what? Maybe I'll just give this a shot and just do like make it just make my own opinion about it. But this does not look too impressive. But I, if you got something out of it, that that's what matters. That sounds really pretentious, Matt. No, but this doesn't look that promising. So maybe there is something to why you chose this because I wouldn't watch this just from this promotional image. So I, I feel like why you would pick that. And Mushoku Tensei, I kind of agree with that too. I, the premise is guy gets reincarnated as a kid and grows up to be powerful magic user in all the adventures. Doesn't sound that promising. Sounds honestly really generic. But Mushoku Tensei, with its outstanding production value and all that goes into it, even outside of the sketchier stuff, is, is still a really fun ride. So great take. Uh, at least halfway good take, great take by Moe Soda. Uh, uh, also, really, really cool person. I think, you know what, everybody who's done this really cool. But, you know, all really cool people so far. Uh, and next is from Syrups, who probably said this through a mouthful of kiwi skin. But they say, I'd say for sure, Saikano, or Eskano, as we call it in the biz. And good take by Syrups, great take by Syrups. Once, one, one sentence, he doesn't talk anymore in the server because he hates... Hates me. I don't know what I did, but really cool guy, really great guy. And they recommended Psychono to me, and I agree with them. That that's I had no expectations from it, and I I was surprised by how much I liked it too. And I'm glad you recommended it to us. It just sucks that we started on episode zero, which is a really crappy way to start it. But great take, uh, great take by Syrups, and I definitely agree with this. And anime of the week again. I pinned every single message. So I didn't con- combine them into one. But they say I was genuinely surprised how much I loved my love story and how fast it became one of my favorite anime of all time. You know what? Also great. Also great take. Great take. But I went in with high expectations for my love story and uh, left with the same high expectations. Really great anime. One of my favorite rom-coms for sure. Uh, next one comes from Snowman. Super Cub surprised me by how good the directing was for such a blah show that's really about nothing. The production is also not that high, but man, is the directing awesome. Interesting. I've heard so much about Super Cub being such a great anime, and I, I really feel like, yeah, Snowman's really right on this, because it just the premise sounds really blah, and it sounds basically just like Bakuan, if you remember that show about mo- girls with motorcycles, it just seems like that, but more slice of life and homey, and so I didn't. I didn't think it would be that uh, good, so I didn't try it out when this it came time when it was at seasonal. But I, I'm hearing so many great things about it, so maybe I'll try that. But thank you for your inputs on the snowman. I really good take. Thank you. Really cool, cool snow, really cool snowman guy. Uh, next up is from IKEA plant as well because I forgot to edit these all together and should have done that for. And they say, ooh, ooh, another was hero camp for me who knew camping could be so wholesome and a place further than the universe as well. Those are both comfy Moe shows, aren't they? I don't know anything about either one of those. But I know this one account I used to follow would just constantly post about a place further than the universe and Euro camp. And I'm thinking that that might be you, IKEA plant, under an alt account because that's all they would talk about. But both of those shows really comfy uh or at least they look comfy i don't know anything about them but maybe maybe i'll give them a chance because you're really cool ikea plan i bet i bet they're good shows our next one is from gonzo who says i think the anime that surprised me the most was kara no kyokai the soundtrack alone moved me and is still one of my favorite soundtracks of all time and is what got me into listening to osts the characters, dialogue, and backgrounds were also top-notch. I don't know what Kara no Kyokai is, unless it's got an English name that's more popular. I'm going to Google it real quick. Bup, bup, 
The Garden of Sinners. I am aware of what that is because that is a Type Moon project. Or is that a Type Moon project? No, that's by Nasu, who's affiliated with with Type Moon, who wrote Fate. That's all I know about it. Interesting, though. Does it have an anime? It does have an anime, doesn't it? Interesting. I didn't know that. I'd always wanted to experience this, but I guess I'd, I'd never wanted to experience it that much because I didn't look too much into it. Interesting. Very interesting. I am good. Interesting take. Thank you for that, Gonzo. I didn't realize there was an anime out about it, but I'm cool. I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to give this a shot. A really cool take. Cool take. Great take. Uh, And our last one from Discord is from Silent Kitten. Golden Kamui was one I didn't expect to love as much as I do, and to think I only gave it a shot because I was tired at a con. Isn't that it, though? Isn't that it, though? There's a lot of anime that you only watch because you need to kill time and you go to a you go to the viewing room at a con. But I'm glad that you... I've actually got the first volume of Golden Kamui somewhere in this the hellscape that is my piles of manga. Uh, so I hopefully I'll get to get around to watching it, reading it soon. But yeah, that, that is kind of an interesting take on how the viewing room does kind of give you um, a lot of anime that you may not end up watching normally. And Golden Kamui seems so interesting just by the fact it's a historical sort of story. And it's, you know, a lot of, you know, when we think of historical stories in Japanese, it always goes to samurai, samurai tales. But no, um, uh, I'm glad you got something out of it. Was it from Comic-Con? I'm just curious because you used to go to those and I, you would just disappear sometimes, go off to nowhere. And apparently you're watching Golden Kamui. No, but for real, thank you for your take, Silent Kitten. And thank you to everyone who did, contributed on the Discord. Now we're going to Twitter and email. And our only email comes from Carl from the Strictly series. It looking very handsome in the email photo. This very handsome man. This why are all the other male podcasters so handsome and beautiful? Carl, just I'm here for you if you ever need it. Anyways, very beautiful man. Anyways, for all seriousness. Carl says, Hi Matt, hope you're doing well. Wanted to put my submission to your podcast question. Kotaro lives alone. He Bold into that. Good. Look at this man with his HTML skills. Not only is he beautiful, but he knows how to do HTML. I, 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 I'm being sarcastic with this. I know it's not HTML, or at least I think I'm being sarcastic. Anyways, Kotaro lives alone. People should not sleep on this anime. I almost did because of its association with Netflix, but I benched it over two days, and I haven't stopped thinking about it six since Kotaro's journey feels like a lighthearted romp until it suddenly hits you smack dab in the face with a dose of reality, but it's palatable enough to keep you invested in this story. If you're looking for something that strikes a nice balance between feel good and ball your eyes out, then this show is definitely for you. BRB, going to go cry in a corner now. Great to see, glad to see the podcast is back on track. Give my regards to Audrey as well. I will not give my regard give your regards to Audrey. Audrey can receive them herself by her own. By her own uh, hands. And then he puts at the bottom. Johnny. And that's cute. That's cute. Very cute man, Carl. Very cool man. But yeah, keep people keep saying a lot like positive about Kotoro Lives Alone. Uh, interesting. I I keep hearing such great things about it. And there is this sort of this sort of wild goblin in my brain that says people like an- that anime. Anime might be mid, but since so many people who I have really great opinions on anime or giving it such high regards you know what definitely going to check it out uh thank you for your email carl i hope you are doing well as well (laughs) but thank you for your email it looks very good i like the fact you bold everything it looks so professional jeez you just 
10 out of 10 guy right here. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely cool guy. Go check out the Strictly series. Strictly Anime and Strictly JoJo's really cool people. Uh, and our next one are some tweets. Our first up tweet comes from I Hate Anime of the We Hate Anime podcast. Really cool podcast. You should go listen to that. Who says, Punchline is one of my favorite anime and I dropped it after episode one because it looked like generic yet well animated fan service wank. And yet it was fucking great. You, I just know Punchline as being this game on PlayStation, a uh, PlayStation network that's constantly on sale, that gets on sale every other couple of weeks, and as a game that's currently on sale on Steam. So interesting that you, not that it sounds so condescending, interesting that you liked it, but no, interesting that, um, Interesting that that it's more than just what it meets because I I didn't anti- I didn't anticipate it being as good or anything revolutionary just by what I saw. But our next tweets are actually two tweets from Jeff from Otaku Host Club. Also, really cool guy. Really cool. Really nice. Like like his profile pic on Twitter as well. Anyways, he says, in recent memory, I would say Super Cub. I had no expectations and simply went off key art. I didn't expect much with a, such a simple premise of a girl that rides a motorbike. The landscapes and classical music create something special, even with a rigid framing, much like Yuru Camp, a place further from the universe, and other shows that practice mise en, en scene. I'm assuming that's French. Mise en scene. I don't know. It's, my French is really rusty. But... Interesting. You had to whip out that had to whip out that big anime knowledge stick, didn't you? Just whip it out, put it on the table. Now we're all looking at it. Yeah. Interesting. I uh, that people enjoyed Super Cub so much because again, I had low perspective of it, low thoughts on it, just from what I saw. But since everybody seems to really just have such a good opinion of it, I'll I want to check it out. I want to check it out. Thank you for your tweet, Jeff, and thank you for your tweet as well. I hate anime. Our last tweet comes from Otakuology Podcast, who says, Super Crooks most definitely surprised me in a good way. Go check out Otakuology uh, as well. Anyway, Super Crooks, I know nothing about this. I literally know nothing about this. I'm researching it right now. Super Crooks. Is this an anime? Is this an anime? This is an anime. Is this an anime? This can't be an anime. What is it? Is this an anime? It's on my anime list. Hmm. Hmm. Done by Bones. I guess it is an anime. Ba- based off a comic by Mark Millar. Man, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to work in a comic book store. And I never really liked anything Mark Millar did because it always kind of leaned towards being edgy for no reason. But if you really definitely got a surprise from from Super Cooks, then yeah, I should I want to check this out too. It, it looks it looks Malari. Not really, doesn't look Malari at all. This I don't know what to think of this promotional image, but I just didn't think this was an anime. I just thought this was like a Castlevania sort of thing, like quote unquote anime, but not really actually anime. But interesting. Interesting. Thank you for that recommendation. The 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 insight of Takoology. Uh, hope you guys are doing great. I've never talked to you with the guys except out of Twitter, but uh, thank you everybody for your tweets, emails, and responses on Discord. I'm so glad to have gotten everybody's perspective on anime that really surprised them. Come on!
Hey guys, so it turns out that I'm a huge boomer and forgot that I asked on Instagram uh, what people thought was a, an anime that they um, really were surprised by the fact they enjoyed it. And I got three responses from some very cool people. And I'm going to go ahead and just drop these real quick and discuss them too. Uh, first one is by Beats Me, who says, Monogatari series, dot, 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 dot. Speaking of which, when's the next episode of that dropping emoji with hand over face? First of all, me too kind of in a way. I did not anticipate to like Monogatari nearly as much as I ended up I ended up really enjoying because I, I thought it was just, you know, that sort of anime where, oh, you know, you've got to have that, that big brain to enjoy Monogatari. And then by the end of it, now it's one of my favorite franchises and I, I really never anticipated that to happen, never anticipated I'd be out here owning Hanakawa figures or anything of that sort. I thought it would just be, you know, one off. But here we are. Here we are. And if you're talking about us in a Monogatari episode, yeah, that's 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 an Audrey thing. Audrey's the one who keeps putting it off. I'm just gonna just gonna throw just throw her under the bus. Cause what she gonna do? She gonna defend herself? Nah, she ain't gonna do anything. She's gonna do shit. Anyways, thank you for that. Beats me. Very cool response. The next one comes from AACS31, who says, Kimi to boku, you and me. Interesting. I don't know anything about that. That's, what is that? What is that? We're going to just, I'm going to look that up real quick. I'm going to look that up, and I'm going to type, and it's going to be in your ears, because I don't know how to type. Kimi to boku, to boku, am I saying it right? I'm probably, you and me. All right, that looks cute. The boys trying to figure out what they want to do. It, that's that's literally it. That's what the description says. I've. This looks fun. This looks like a fun anime. Dude with blonde hair is kind of cool looking. I like a. I like when anime 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 characters have that little twig. You know, the little twig of hair. I don't know what that's called. Not like the the stupid ahoge hair or whatever. Ahoge. Am I? Yeah, I, I'm right. No, I'm right. I'm probably right. I don't know if I'm right, but no, I like the, the blonde dude's hair. He looks, I just like that. I just like that little twig. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, cool. This looks like it'd be fun. Thank you for, I, I, I can kind of get it though. I, I wouldn't expect much out of this just off. If I saw it, if I saw it, you know, I wouldn't think much of it either. So I can see, kind of see where you're coming from, but I haven't watched the anime. So I'm just going to make bold declarations without any sort of research or anything like that. So, yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh, you're very right. And our last Instagram comment comes from Affair, who says, Akadama Drive! They put two exclamation points, so I'm assuming that they're really excited about it and they're really hyped. And I have to say, this is a very good take, because... I felt the same way about Akudama Drive. I saw Studio Piro and I said, "Oh, Studio Piro with your with your with your five cent budget and you're making you're making Naruto filler. What you doing?" And then I just I I, I watched Akudama Drive and I said, "Wow, this is the best thing of this season, or at least I think it was the best thing of the season." I can't remember what I've ever said. I just kind of say and hope everything works out. But no, I feel the same way. I had no expectations out of Akudama Drive. And at the start, I, I was immediately blown back from that uh, first episode. And it got me really emotionally invested, which is something I didn't anticipate from Studio Puro. And I guess that is just why you shouldn't really you shouldn't really just anticipate quality from a studio just because of things 
that they might have done that have been less stellar to your perception, which, I mean, I don't think Naruto's badly animated or anything like that, but that's that's just the style of, that's just the nature of, that's just the nature of the business, and, you know, they, they do look, they, it's getting a lot better looking. I don't know what I'm talking about. What are you even talking about, Matt? You still look, long-running shows look bad. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying, but... Yeah, I, I just, based off Studio Piro's track record of what I knew about them at the time of when I was watching Akudama Drive, I didn't have high expectations either. I thought it was going to be mid, it would just be another seasonal thing that just got lost in the time void, but I, I still think about Akudama Drive every now and then just because of how good it actually was, So uh, and, and it was surprising, so very good take, good take, uh, Cheeks Affair, I don't know why I called you Cheeks. You, that's you get your friends to be that's your nickname so or something anyways thank you all three of you for your input and i'm sorry that i'm such a boomer that i forgot that i did that <laughs> oh man i'm not used to i'm not i'm just i just was not used to using instagram to engage with people anyways thank you guys and back to the back to the regular discussion i guess i don't know man it could just flow me back in Thank you so much for taking the time out to reply and give me your perspective on it and help to eat up and give me more time for this episode. But yeah, there are so many anime out there that we really can't consume them all in a reasonable time. And it's so easy to cast doubt and say, I'm not going to watch this or I expect this anime to be crap because of something like a promotional image, fandom, just going to a con and saying that this is going to be bad because I've decided it will be bad. But these anime, when they manage to surprise you, really make, I think, way better experiences just by the fact that they can manage to uproot your perspective and give you something new to think about and just give you new content that you might never really have explored otherwise. So I'm glad we did this discussion because as fun as it is to hate on everything, we should be, well, we'll go be a little bit positive for once. Thank you guys, everybody, for giving me these responses. It really means a lot to me because, again, I thought no one would respond. But just thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If not, then you I can't. It's already over. I cannot. Your time has already been wasted by me. Your whatever productivity you had going on, I have ruined it. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. And I think this is where we're going to end it. I think we're going to do the fade out. We're going to fade out right now. Uh you know, do the little fade out and then uh, my voice will be playing. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. You can go to our website at otakumelancholy.com to see all our past, present, and future episodes, as well as get links to all our social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also join the Discord to continue the conversation. And if you like this podcast, the best thing you can do to support it is to share it with your friends, family, co-workers, strangers on the bus, people who owe you money, and just everyone else you may meet in your week. Thank you once again for listening. Gambate.